I'd like to welcome you all to yet another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. This, and again, this is our 122nd show. <laughs> Don't attack us. And I want to welcome you all to a new month. We had to like turn the page of the calendar. So, what do you guys do? Do you guys turn the page and fold it over? Or do you rip it off and throw it away? You know, the August is August. I have both. You yeah. pull it up, and I have the Jewish calendar you rip off each week. Yeah. I'm a folder type. A folder type, yeah. I save it because you know, I write things on the calendar. And if someone asks me in two weeks from now, were you in a certain place at a certain time? You know, <laughs> where were you on the night of, of August 12th? I have it written down on my calendar. So I save. I have old pages here for like, 15 years. Also, if your kids' pictures are on the calendar. Oh, that's, some, that's something else. <laughs> so how's our sports expert panel members today? How are we doing? Good. Good, Good. Good Mark. How, How are you? Good. Good. Well, I'm How doing you? okay. I'm doing okay. I went to the eye doctor today. I know uh, some people have been to doctors during the week, the last couple of weeks. You know, uh, we, we go to the doctors a lot in July and August, at least I do with my family. So the, the, I go to the eye doctor for a regular checkup. And, uh, you know, he's a good doctor. He dilates your eyes. He says, you're doing really good, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, oh, my God, my eyes are still very sensitive to the outside light. And I went there this morning about 10, 10, 15. Mine are the same way. They dilate for so many, so many hours. Did you yeah. remember to leave the office with your sunglasses or you forgot your sunglasses? Yeah, and I always bring my sunglasses. I don't <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm doing okay. So that's the eye doctor. I'm not going to go through all my doctors with you because there's a whole long list. Thank you. <laughs> I think everyone's the same story, except for Roger, who's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Relatively speaking. You're at least thinking. All right. So I want to go right to the sports. I have so much info to talk about, at least to, to, to to start you guys up to talk about. So I want to start with Gerald's numbers game today. We're going to change the order. We'll come to Milton's name that tomb after Gerald's numbers report. And Gerald, why don't you take it away? By the way, you're sponsored sponsored by Good Vibrations, but I don't mean the, the, (laughs) not the Beach Boys song, just Good Vibrations. Okay. Uh, This is the night, I'm reviewing the 1968 MLB season, key awards and statistics by league. Bob, uh, MVP, Bob Gibson, he was 22 and nine, nine losses with a 1.12 ERA. Denny McLean, 31 and six, probably the last starting pitcher we'll ever see with over 30 victories, 30 or more victories, 1.96 ERA. And uh, Mark, I just wanted to digress and, and talk about Denny McLean for a minute. You told me I could. Yeah, sure. In that season, 1968, Denny McLean pitched 336 innings. And I believe I read this in Sports Illustrated many years ago. I think it was the last game of the season. He's pitching and uh, Mayo Smith, the manager, comes out to the man and says, gee, you look like you're tired. And Denny McLean says to himself, tired. I pitched a thousand innings today and he was so teed off that when he went down the runway to the clubhouse, he had a bat with him. He broke every light bulb along the way. He was so teed off because uh, Mayo Smith uh, 
finally acknowledged that he looked tired. Anyway, to continue, yeah. rookie of the year was Johnny Bench and Stan Bonson, Cy Young, Bob Gibson, and Denny McLean. Uh, key statistical leaders by league batting average: Pete Rose, three twenty-five. Collier Strimsky, only three oh one. You may recall this was the year of the pitcher pitchers. Home runs, Willie McCovey, 36. Frank Howard, big Frank Howard, 44. RBIs, Hundo. RBIs, uh, Willie McCovey, 105. Ken Harrelson, 109. Slugging average, Willie McCovey, 545. Frank Howard, 552. Stolen bases, Lou Brock, 62. Bert Campanella, Bert Campanera, 62. Complete games, Juan Marichal, 30. Denny McLean, 28 strikeouts. Bob Gibson, 268. Sudden Sam McDowell, 283. ERA, Bob Gibson, 1.12. Louis Tiant, 1.60 winning percentage. Steve Blass, who once lost the plate, as you know, 750. Denny McLean, 838. Wins Juan Marichal, 26. Denny McLean, 31. Denny McLean of Detroit was the first MLB pitcher to win 30 games since Dizzy Dean in 1934. Don Drysdale pitched 58 and two-thirds scores, innings passing Walter Johnson's 1913 record of 55 and two-thirds innings. The baseball rule committee lowered the pitching man from 15 inches to 10 inches. Also, the strike zone was decreased from shoulders to knees to armpits to, to knees. Hank Aaron joined the 500 home run club, uh, career home run club. Uh, on May the 8th, Catfish Hunter pitched the first perfect game in the American League since 1922. On 629, Ron Hansen turned the fifth unassisted triple play in American um, League history in the World Series. Yeah, Detroit. Right. I had to look at chicken. I'll give her a chicken. Bowl. Yeah. In the World Series, Detroit won four to three. Mickey Lolich, who was three and zero in the World Series, he gave up five runs in twenty seven innings. He was three and zero, and he pitched uh, three complete games, giving giving up a total of three earned runs. And um, uh, Danny McLean was only one and two with the, with the, a three ERA. So so uh, in postseason, Mickey Lolich dominated the World Series, and that's my report. For the great year 1968. Yes, Mike. Two MVPs. You and I were in attendance at a baseball seminar at Dorvador Synagogue, where the presenter mentioned that the two greatest seasons in baseball history were 1941 and the aforementioned 1968, which uh, was pretty cool. And another item that I brought up in the past was after that World Series in 1968, they had on the Ed Sullivan show. Denny McLean playing the organ, accompanied by Bob Gibson. And I thought it was one of the yes. coolest things you'd ever want to see on uh, YouTube. Just saying. Yeah. Ed Sullivan was always around top of all, everything. Yeah. A couple more comments. Uh, Milton. Wasn't the um, average, a uh, batting average, 231 for that whole year, one of the lowest ever? 1968. Uh, well, Check it. I think was, it was. Strepsy is 301, 302. You said 231, and I think didn't they raise the mound that year? According to Wikipedia, 340 remains lowest in 1919, while the collective batting average 
Thirty-one is the all-time lowest. Yeah, two thirty-one. Yeah, that was well. It. You know, Yastrzemski having a, a three hundred one batting average and winning the title uh, speaks for itself. That's why it was called the year of the pitcher. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've talked before. If you check the batting averages today, in both leagues, maybe five or six, seven people are over three hundred. The rest. Is below 300. It averages about 240 right now. Yeah. yeah. All right, Fred. <clears throat> Gerald, did you say who the MVPs were? Did I miss that? Uh, the, the MVPs were Bob Gibson and Denny McLean. Right. Okay. So the they, won the, Cy won, Young, the, they won the Cy Young and the MVPs. How about that? Yes. Yes, How they did. That? Yeah, well, would you vote for anybody else? Well, that is that the only time that's happened? Where's same guys have won the Cy Young and MVPs? Uh, I'm not sure, Fred. I'd have to research I believe, that. I believe sure. it is. First of all, no, no. Uh, Kershaw, Kershaw won it both one time. No, but talking yeah. about both leagues. Both leagues. Oh, both, both, leagues. Both, leagues. both leagues. And yeah, I would say so. Remember, the uh, the yeah. Cy Young's only been around since, what, the 50s? Yeah, right. The 50s. That's true. The 50s. <laughs> In and talking about uh, the Denny McLean's 31 wins, last week... Yeah, the third, the 24th. Uh, if any of you guys have people background noise, please, please mute yourself. Thank you. Um, last week's paper, the Daily News, last Wednesday, 24th, they have, uh, they always have room for a little statistics on various items. And they had the single season win leaders of all time. And we think 31 was like one of the highest. But we know, uh, what's that guy, Jack? Uh, Jesbro. Jesbro. Jesbro had 43. 40, yeah. I'm looking so, at the 40. 41. 41. 41. And 41 might have been the, the 20th highest of all time. <laughs> really? Back yeah. in the 1800s. Again, <laughs> we don't know what baseball was like in the 1800s, but they kept statistics. They have a guy. Old Horse Radburn in, in, in 1884, he won 60 games. John yes. Clarkson, 53 games in 85. And all I'm looking at the top 20, 30 names is all in the late 1800s. So who knows how they kept records and, and all that stuff. But uh, this list has about 50, 60 names. And, and 35 is the lowest on the list. Mm -hmm. So Denny McLean, <laughs> we want to talk modern baseball, modern baseball. Uh, Roger. Yeah, Horst Radborn's an interesting character. I, I think he, he was pitching like five days a week, I think, or something, Mark. And, and it was a period of time, I think he was even in jail or something. And they're all probably almost all complete games and everything, too. It's just a completely different area. You can't really compare. <laughs> yeah, he's on the list for uh, 48 wins another season. That was, that was a bad I, year. And we don't know how they kept wins. Probably got a pay cut those days. Yeah. All right, Gerald, you want to add to what you said? I just wanted to add, Denny, very sad story about Denny McLean and his checkered past. Um, he'd spent time in jail. He was involved with gamblers, stole money from pension funds, did all kinds of things. Uh, and, and he could have had a great life. He spent a lot of time in jail, I, I believe, over 10 years. I could be wrong on that, but I think he did a lot of jail time. Dead or alive? Very sad for me. Dead or alive today? 
Anyone know? Uh, he's, yeah. I'm going to look it up. I think he's alive. I think he's alive. Let me see. Okay, Steve, Jerry, what do you think? Steven? Jerry, not, Jerry, not only is he alive, but he's available to look up on Facebook. He has a Facebook page. Right. Somebody, some, <laughs> one of my really? friends seems to be one of Benny McLean's uh, Facebook friends. So I looked him up. He's out there. He's not a happy camper. You know, he's not too, uh, he's not in such a great mood by the things he posts, but he's out there. On well, some, of the, some of the names on Facebook are not really the people you think they are. Maybe we're aware of that. Maybe uh, he's get 78 him on, years maybe old. Get him on our show. Maybe we should get him on our show, right? That'll be your job, Milton. Uh, Stephen, you want to add? Yeah, I think in the 1800s, you could pitch it on one bounce and get a call strike also. <clears throat> Like stickball yeah, in the city. Be. Yeah. It's a different game. Denny is Denny is seventy-eight years old. Denny McLean is seventy-eight years of age. And the last time we looked at him, he was like five hundred pounds, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fat guy. <laughs> okay, so thank you, uh, Gerald, on your uh, numbers report, and then we're going to move on to Milton's name that tune, and we decided to flip flop Milton and Gerald because I had a fabulous idea. Like Gerald talked about nineteen sixty-eight. And Milton's talking about old songs. And, and I said, why don't we use the same year as Gerald's number right. for, for a song in 1968? And oh, Milton said, great. By the way, Milton, your report, your name, that It's sponsored August. by Milton. Milton, 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 you're sponsored by Dog Leashes. Now you can go. <laughs> yeah, Milton. Great song. I want you to go power. Gary Puckett in the Union Gap. I want you to hear it. Summer of 1968. August 68. It was July. August, yeah. August. No, it's the summer. Play a little. Give us 30 seconds. You know what their other big hit was? Woman, woman. Woman, woman. Woman. Great song. I was gonna uh, do. I could do. Um, we saw him top in fifty, but you know, Mark didn't want me to do the top Sorry. fifty. It would take too long, so <laughs> we only could do one a week. Nineteen sixty-eight. Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. I oh, think when they when they gay. first came out, they were just called the Union Gap. Right. And, and Gary had an ego, so. <laughs> He put it in I, I almost did. I was going to do Angel of the Morning by Merrily Rush, yeah, but I didn't really yeah. get that. Yeah, oh, that's wow. during the summer. I didn't like that song. But meanwhile, uh, Woman, Woman, you said, uh, Young Girl. Right. Lady Willpower. What was your fourth hit? Some cheating uh, on my mind. Oh, no, no, no. This girl is a woman now. No, don't. This girl is a woman now. That's right. This girl is a woman now. Wait a second. Over you. Over you. They had a few hits. Don't give in to him. I never liked him that much. Don't give in to him. Yeah. Why am I losing sleep over you? Great music. (laughs) Great music. Great. And they still, and and Gary's around. He does those oldie concerts. Yes, yes. You can ask Gary. How did Gerald get to 1968? Where did the 1968 come from? Oh, the derivation of that? Uh, the, for the first uh, recognized uh, game played uh, in America was 1846, and this is uh, Mark's right. 122nd show. 
So I just stayed 1846 and 122 Good. to so, get 1968. Uh, next week, I'll be willing. We'll play 69. It was a great year, too. Oh, yes. 69. Yes. Okay. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. All right. Let's let's move on. Thank you, Milton. Brought back memories. You guys can remember where you were in 1968. Yes, I was. Everyone can remember, I think. Uh, yeah, I was drilling teeth. <laughs> was a was a terrible was a terrible year it was a terrible year for the country yeah chicago the uh, the democratic convention Vietnam. Robert, robert kennedy and martin luther king you know what nothing's changed yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember yeah, robert yeah. kennedy was one year after he spoke at my high school graduation there you go there you go wow all right let's move on because oh. we got a lot of stuff I came up with a couple of beep beeps this week. There's an Orioles pitcher. Not such a top pitcher, but he's on the roster. His name is Phoenix Sanders. So I thought Phoenix would be, you know, we know Phoenix. Was it River Phoenix? River Phoenix. Phoenix. River right, Phoenix. Right, right. But this is Phoenix Sanders. <sighs> and there's a former Brooklyn Dodger pitcher. I'm not sure what year he was around, but his name was Fred Frank House. I thought Frank House was unusual. Oh, it was one of my favorites. Same initials. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's go on to this day or this week in sports. <laughs> a lot of interesting things took place uh, since the last time we had our show. Like, for instance, last Friday uh, in 1939, August 26th, the first televised game, a couple of weeks ago, we, we talked about the first color game. This was the first official televised game in 1939. It was Brooklyn uh, versus the Red, Brooklyn Dodgers versus the Reds at Ebbets Field on August 26, 1939. In 1947, the first black pitcher in the majors, unless I'm wrong from this information that I found, his name was Dan Bankhead. That's right. That's Dan correct. Bankhead. And he homed in an at-bat but gave up 10 hits and six runs uh, in relief. Uh, last Saturday, the 27th, here's a name that you remember. Does Roger uh, Bresnahan sound familiar? Old time. 1897, the man was playing around. That's how old he is. His name has carried on all these years. He's a Hall of Fame catcher. But on this day in 1897, he was a pitcher for the Washington Senators, and he shut out the St. Louis Browns 3-0. I think everybody shut out the Browns 3-0 in their career. Uh, in 1977, which happened last Saturday, you might remember this one because it happened against the Yankees. Texas Rangers teammates, Toby Harrow and Bump Wills, hit back-to-back inside-the-park home runs on consecutive pitches. <laughs> Pretty rare. <laughs> yeah, 1977. Wow, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, imagine that in the Yankee Stadium. Uh, in 82, uh, on that same Saturday, Ricky Henderson broke Lou Brock's uh, season, uh, season, 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 uh, <laughs> um, stolen base record uh, of 118, and he went on to steal. 130. So Lou Brock had 118 for a season and Lou broke it. Uh, Ricky broke it and went on to steal 130. 
And here's for you, Jeff Kent fans, because over the weeks we hear about Jeff Kent getting him in the Hall of Fame. Well, in 2005, he became the first second baseman to hit 300 home runs in his career as a second baseman. He hit 325 in his career, but of course, that was he played third base, he played shortstop, did all sorts of other things. On Sunday, the 28th, I thought this was interesting, in 1918, Tris Speaker, Hall of Famer, Cleveland. He was suspended for the remainder of the season for assaulting the home plate umpire. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> do it. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. On Monday, the 29th, Hank Aaron drove home uh, his 100th run for the Braves, giving him 11 seasons with at least 100 RBIs. 1977, coming back to Lou Brock, he passed Ty Cobb in all-time steals with 893, since, of course, broken. Here, 1977, here's a good one. I'm surprised how he's not on, because I think, I think Dwayne Kuyper broadcast games for the Giants. If I'm not he does. Mistaken. He died. Well, he did broadcast <laughs> games. Anyway, he was a ball player, not much a power hitter. He only hit one home run in his entire career in close to 3,400 times at bat. Wow. How about that? Less than Bud Harrelson. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, here's something I saw the other day, which I thought was cool which happened on August 29th, but August 29th, 2001, and August 29th, 2022. Maybe some of you saw this. Oh, yeah. Serena yeah. Williams wins at the Open. Mm -hmm. Albert Pujols hits a home run. Yes. Vlad Guerrero Sr., Craig Biggio, and Dante Bichette get hits in 2001. But in, in 2022... Serena wins at the Open. Albert Pujols hits a home run. Vlad Guerrero Jr., Kevin Biggio, the son of Craig, and Bo Bichette, son of uh, Dante, they also get hits. I thought that was good. Yeah, cool. Some people, I mean, who have so much time on their hand, they could find all <laughs> these things. 1905 on the Tuesday, the 30th, Ty Cobb. 1905, Ty Cobb, debuts. So that's when they, <laughs> they got double for Jack Chesbro. We just talked about him. In 1918, on August 30th, the Giants beat the Dodgers 1-0 in 57 minutes. Now, of course, if I went to that game, <laughs> I, I probably would never sit down. I probably would be getting my hot dog, eating it, and then going home. You wouldn't but, have enough time for hot dogs. I wouldn't have time. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. In on uh, yesterday, August 31st, in 1909, the AJ Reach Company was granted a patent for its corked centered baseball and replaced the hard rubber cord one in 1909. So the ball was changed radically uh, in 1909. 1915, there was a pitcher who pitched a no hitter. Name means nothing. But I thought it would be a good beep beep. Jim Lavender. I heard of him. Oh, you heard of him? I heard of him. Let you know him. In 1990, yesterday, the Griffies, Ken and Ken Jr., appeared in a game together. The first time a father and son in the same team 
uh, on the same team and in the same game. I thought that was great. In 2001, you, we talked about this, I believe, last week. Little League. Danny Almonte of the Bronx, who dominated the Little League World Series with a 70-mile-per-hour fastball, was ruled ineligible since they found out he was 14 years old. Remember that? Remember that story? Yeah. In 2020, yesterday, Tom Siva left us much, much too soon. Now, what happened today? What happened today? In 1906, the Philadelphia A's beat the Red Sox 4-1 to in 24 innings. But the amazing thing is what? The A's pitcher, Jack Coombs, and the Red Sox pitcher, Joe Harris, pitched all 24 innings. Wow. Really amazing. The game had to be different. The game had to be different back in those days. Uh, in 1998, Mark McGuire, uh, during the season, he breaks Hack Wilson's 68-year-old single-season record of 56 home runs. <clears throat> and he goes on to hit how many that year? 70. That may be the 70 year, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. A steroid I, user, however. Yeah, yeah. No, a, yeah. a guy who will never be in, in, the, in the Hall of Fame, unfortunately. Okay, so that's what happened on this week. <laughs> a lot of stuff, fancy stuff. Let's go on to Michael's rant about the Yankees <clears throat> and the Jets. You, by the way, you're sponsored by eyeglasses. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, as far as the Yankees are concerned, I've been observing what's been going on, obviously. The games are not too exciting, but I just happened to have noticed the nadir of the entire Yankee, state, Yankee season. And for me, it took place this past Saturday, and the Yankees were playing the Oakland A's, arguably the worst team in baseball. And if I'm not mistaken, Oswaldo Cabrera was up, and then maybe about the seventh inning, and you know he was going to strike out. And you know this crappy pitcher on the A's is going to beat the Yankees. And that's the way the game was going to be. And at that moment, the camera switched to the Yankee dugout. And in all my years, I've never seen a baseball team look so sad. And I know I've played a million baseball games myself. I've watched a million games. My son was in the Little League. And we are Taught. They go, come on, come on, come on, let's go. You can do it, you can do it. Never a sign of that. They just look so damn sad. And I'm sure there were other times during other games where that was happening in the dugout, and that should not be permitted. And that's my opinion. So, uh, my suggestions, of course, would be perhaps something like firing Boone, which would be interesting if they, I don't think they would, they would have the nerve to do that. You got Girardi out there. You have uh, who the hell knows, but there's something. Really Joe Madden. Maddenly, Maddenly, I, I think you could give him a nice little uh, bonus to go back to go to the Yankees. Uh, Maddenly, I, I thought of. So those are the two things that uh, I've been noticing about the Yankees, and I really don't see them turning around. So if they don't do it, I have a hunch that the Orioles might sneak by. It'll be very interesting to see the <laughs> Orioles. Very interest, interesting to see the Orioles uh, with their former manager playing against the Mets in the World Series. That would be kind of cool. And hey, you forgot about the Dodgers. <clears throat> the Dodgers are very, very good, but I don't think they have the hunger. And I also think they have the injuries 
and I predict the Dodgers will not make it. I predict oh. that the uh, I predict that the Mets will make it because all the Mets fans they're so pessimistic about the Mets. I love arguing <laughs> about that with the Mets fans. So uh, we shall see. But I think the Mets will will make it. And uh, yeah, I hope not too, Larry. Right. Now, as far as the Jets are concerned, in all honesty, I watched that exhibition game and Joe Flacco looks like he stinks. He looks like he's over the hill. And then they put in this other quarterback at the very end who they released. At least he threw an accurate pass. And for the life of me, I do not see why they do not give Mike White another chance. I still have my DVR, the game where Mike White beat uh, Cincinnati the team that lost in the Super Bowl, Mike White does seem to have ability. And why they are not selecting Mike White for more of a chance, more of an opportunity is beyond me. So uh, that's everybody. That's everything. I did want to mention, I'm not going to waste time right now, but if, Jerry, if, uh, if uh, Mark gives me a chance, I did watch the old-timers game, and I made a lot of observations about the right, old-timers we'll, we'll game. Come back, we'll come back to that because I want right. Gerald to talk about that because Gerald was All there. Right. We'll talk, we'll get there. All right, but that's my report, more or less. Okay, thank you on that. Howie's not on today, so let's go on to stories by Larry from Fairfax, Virginia. And uh, your story this week was sponsored by Electric Fans. <laughs> I have two blowing on me right now. The AC doesn't hit this room. Okay, go. My story this week is entitled Cost to Attend Major Sports Events Prohibitive for Many Families. The standard for comparing the cost to attend an MLB, NFL, NBA, or NHL game is the Fan Cost Index. The Fan Cost Index has the following elements. Buying average sport tickets for a family of four, paying for parking, as well as purchasing four hot dogs, two draft beers, four small soft drinks, two programs, and two inexpensive hats. Here is the fan course for the, for the major sports. For an MLB game, it runs $253, whereas it runs about $425 for an NHL or NBA game and a whopping $568 for an NFL game. Implications of these fan course index results. Comparing 2019 to 2021, all four major sports experienced declines in overall attendance. In large part, these attendance declines occurred because older adults and lower income Americans were generally priced out of the market. Focusing on MLB, its attendance entering this year's All-Star break was down for 23 of 30 teams compared to the same time frame in 2019 before the pandemic. And from 2016 to 2019, overall MLB attendance was down 7%. Now, 
You might think that the declining MLB attendance over several years would put a break on mega million dollar contracts. Think again. For example, it was recently reported that the Yankees offered Aaron Judge 30 million per year and the Washington Nationals offered Juan Soto the same. But both of them turned down these offers. Reportedly, agent Scott Boros was seeking $43 million per year for Soto to match Max Scherzer's contract. Evidently, the new high bar replacing Mike Trout's $35 million per year. Andrew Lisa, an award-winning financial writer for the Gannett News Service said, quote, if you feel like you no longer can afford to take your family to an MLB game because the tally reads more like the cost of a mini vacation, you are not alone. That completes my story for this week. Anybody have any feedback or comments on the story? Michael? I'd like to say, first of all, great report, Larry, and you're on the money, except for one slight thing, and, and this is God's honest truth, because this is the way I do things. If you're really a fan, okay, you could get on StubHub tickets for a Yankee game for about $25, a halfway decent ticket. And if you have a mind to, you head to the stadium from our house in Bayside, say about 3-3-15, and you park along Girard Avenue where there's a school and there's no parking in front of that school from seven in the morning to four. So you sit there for a half an hour and you have yourself a nice parking spot. Then you take a walk to the Bronx Terminal Market with a New York Post or whatever you like to read. And there's a nice Starbucks. You sit there for an hour or two and you walk to the game, you park for free and you're seeing a Yankee game for 25 bucks in all honesty. So it can be done if you have a mind to do it. But uh, if, if you don't have a mind to do it, uh, you spend the parking lot over there, not far from where I'm saying, is 40 bucks. And uh, a ticket, if you buy it the conventional way, is like what Larry says. So there's two ways to do things. And, uh, and, and they say about New York, New York is the most expensive state. Uh, and New York's the most expensive city maybe in the country. It's also the cheapest. You have to know how to do it. Hmm. And you're mugged when you go back to your car at the end of the game. <laughs> no. I was going to say, oh, if you no. take, you if you got, take you the subway, right. you take your life in your hands. You, so take, you, take, right. you take an Uber. Yeah, Uber plenty of car. Car. No, it's, your car is in pretty good condition. And that's okay. fine. Uh, Joe, welcome aboard. What do you want to say? Hi. Sorry I'm late. Um, I would say that that works for adults, but it doesn't work if you're taking little kids. For that's oh, the right. issue. Chance, yeah. That's the, right. that's that's the issue. You want to get the next. You want to get the next generation, and then that's you right. know, I I took my grandson. You know, easily over a hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. Be prepared. Yeah. 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 Okay. The nice playground there, also for your grandson, where he doesn't even have to watch the game at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spend the money. Right. And don't go see. Did any any of you ever hear of the fan course next? Who? What's that? Fan cost index, which I read. No, no I never heard no. of that. Never heard of that. Never heard that. Very good. All right. Nice report there. Interesting. All right. Let's go on to the to the crux of baseball. And my my lead story in baseball was the Mets old timers game. And and Gerald, you were there. You were live. We saw it on TV. 
you have a different perspective than, than we us. Uh, anybody else there besides uh, Gerald? Anybody else go? So, Gerald, I want to give us your, your thoughts on that. I have some things to add. Michael wanted to add something. I'm sure somebody else wants to add. You go first since you were there. Couple, a couple things. First, I thought it was great having old-timers day game after so many years since the prior one. And we all know the reason for that, namely <laughs> the new Met ownership. God bless Steve Cohen. <gasps> Secondly, while I was at the game, I did not have great seats. I was seated in section 135, uh, actually in a, a handicapped section beyond all the seats in left field in section 135. So I really didn't see the game that well. And I did see it again at home. And I, I was just, I just felt so great seeing Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Cleon Jones, um, I guess Daniel Murphy, uh, and of course, Keith Hernandez. Disappointed that Keith Hernandez did not play, and I think the reason for that is Keith is kind of vain and did not want to show that his, uh, his skill level and his physical stature are not the same as it was, uh, say, 40 years ago. It was a very good game. I enjoyed it immensely. Uh, I don't think they should do it every year. I think they should do it probably every three or four years. Uh, they, I was disappointed that uh, Kuzman and Matlack did not appear. I'm sure they were invited. David Wright elected not to show because he, uh, he, he felt that between family obligations and his age, it was not necessary. Uh, the range of the age of the players was incredible. Frank Thomas was there, 93-year-old Frank Thomas, the original Frank Thomas, <laughs> and Josh Toley, who's 35 years old. I'm not sure if he's really an old, old-timer, but nevertheless, he, he appeared. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed the game uh, immensely. I wish that I had uh, better seats. Um but it was very enjoyable. I, I I don't have a lot more to say about that. You should have called Ron. Ron would have got you better seats. Ron's yeah. working there. Ooh, call Ron. Everyone should get Ron's number. You go to a game, you call him. He's there like 90% of the time. He's, that's, I think he's there right now. Yeah. He'll sneak I thought, how would How would he get you better seats? <laughs> well, if he's in a better section working, he can say, sit here. They ask for your tickets. He, he can put you in a seat. Okay. I will remember that. Yeah, mm. sure. Mark, <laughs> could I say something about Josh? got to give him something. Go ahead. Real quick, what Jerry was mentioning, Josh Tolley. I was at an exhibition game in Florida, and there was a whole bunch of people who were there to see Josh Tolley. I think he was playing for the Phillies at the time, and he wasn't at the game because <laughs> prior to the game, he got traded. So uh, that's my Josh Tolley story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so David Wright wasn't there. We said that. Jerry Kuzman wasn't there. Uh, right. Davey Johnson wasn't there. You know, hmm. and um, David David Johnson wasn't there for health reasons. They said on TV. Okay, they, I'm sure there's various reasons why people. Bobby Bonilla should have been there. He could play the game and get paid for the game he's playing in. Did anybody <laughs> here remember Steve Dillon as a player? No. Yeah. no, but I have his. I got his. Face, I did Fred. get his baseball card. I did get his card. 
I have two cards. But I remember two weeks ago, I said, I wish I had his card. I yeah. went and got two of his two of his cards already. Um, Dave Magadan. Remember Dave Magadan? He sure. had a nice yeah. run. First he good was, hitter. In, good he hitter. was in the Rockies dugout. He's a Rockies coach. Right. I did not know this until right. I read it afterwards. Why wasn't he recognized? He was yeah. there at the right. ballpark. He Unless they asked him, he said no. Yeah, could be. Could be. Gerald? You know who Dave Magnus related to? Who? Luke. He's related somehow to Luke Nella. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Gerald. Well, so so Ray Knight made a, made a, a comment or two that I love completely. Uh, basically, overall, the old timers felt they were really welcomed to uh, to City Field, a new regime in all, and Wilpons were involved. Ray Knight said the following: <laughs> "I love the Mets. I do not like the Wilpons. Oh, I thought yeah. that was great. And one thing one thing that annoys me, and probably I'm a stickler for this, it disturbs me that Fred Wilpon still has a five percent interest in the Mets. I'd like to see it go to zero. Yeah. I don't like him being around. All right." It's <laughs> a very, very small number. Um, and then they retired uh, Willie Mays. Oh, yes, yes. Totally, totally surprised everybody, I, I would assume. What's your opinions on that? He did play for the Mets for two years, but... I think it's I really more of a think... recognition of what he did for New York baseball. Yep. And right. so much Joan, the Mets. And Joan Payson's promise. Right. Then she died, yeah. I think, I think Willie could do no wrong. God bless him. Let him uh, yep. be honored. Yeah. And his son yeah. was there. I didn't realize it. they mentioned his son was there. And the son uh, was in a lot of the pictures, at, you know, when they're honoring uh, yeah. Willie. And I, I'm saying to my, my wife, I said, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? I don't yeah. recognize that face. A little small guy like that. That was Willie Mays' uh, son. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Michael. Yeah. I wanted to say about the old timers game. Uh, it looked as if no expense was spared. It was very, very impressive. Um, impressing. It was nice to have Howie Rose uh, doing the announcing. He's uh, the most iconic voice in New York sports nowadays. Of course, what Jerry says about Ray Knight, because he was uh, dumped acrimoniously by the Mets, mm. and uh, Strawberry, of course, had a, an injury. Uh, Willie Randolph should have been mentioned a little bit more. Uh, he was managing, but he, he also should have come up to hit, maybe. Uh, the jealous Mets fans did not appreciate seeing Joe Torre as a guest manager. It looked like Andy Chavez appeared to have all his reflexes and could still play the outfield. Uh, I thought it was a faux pas not mentioning Gary Cardamore. Yeah. Uh, they did not acknowledge Jay Hook, Ed Cranepool, uh, Ken McKenzie, uh, Frank Tom. They did acknowledge them, but they uh, did not admit uh, they did not acknowledge, acknowledge Ron Hood. Hunt, Duke Snyder, Don Zimmer, Roger Craig, Al Jackson, Gene Woodling, Charlie Neal, Choo Choo Coleman, Richie Ashburn, and Marv Thornberry. They should have had some kind of acknowledgement of the 1962 Mets. I thought that was terrible. Marv Thornberry, I mean, Marv Thornberry. Yeah. Um, Marvelous Marv. Marvelous Marv. Bartolo Colon could have struck out anybody he wanted. He looked like he really could still pitch. Uh, there was, uh, well, of course, what you said about David Wright. Uh, Bobby Valentine's mustache was a, it was a nice touch. And uh, anything else I forgot, those, those are the things I observed. But it was really nice that 
Uh, it was very, very well uh, uh, put down on YouTube, and you can watch it anytime you want. So uh, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. Howie, Howie Rose had to make the announcements of each player rather quick because there were over 60 names. And they had time. They had time restraints because there was a uh, a ball game to be played. I think seven ten, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's why they cut the uh, the game short. They, put, they actually the started, started. They started twenty minutes late. They actually started that's twenty right. minutes late. That's right, Fred. That's right. Yeah, yeah, but they had to get to that game. Yeah. So, <laughs> so remember the uh, I brought this up. I guess I was was I talking to you, uh, Gerald, about this. Remember the um, the bad news bears. Um, Sure. Playing a game and then they was they played like a half an inning or one inning in a, supposed to be three innings and they say well the the pros have to the game is going on so they stop and the fans start saying let them play let them right. play yes. remember that line in one of the games yeah yeah yep. one of the movies they should have done, they should have done that it would have been cool would have been cool mm. yeah but uh, yeah that's Steve Dillon seventy nine years old he got the ball over Ooh. the plate. That they said he yeah. was a retired New York City police officer. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, I said that on TV. Uh, right. But that, but that was fun to, to watch. I thought so. And you, you don't think every year, huh? They can't no, do, they I, can't I do with a traffic years. answer like that every year. But if they maybe they do a specific uh, year or, 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 or decade. I don't know. Yeah, I like to see the like the old days of it. Like they mm. do it against the Cardinals, and they have ex-Cardinal players there too. Mm. Yeah, another I, nice I used to touch, enjoy that in the sixties. Yeah, another yeah. nice touch. They had the Gene Jarvis version of the national anthem. You notice that? Right. Yeah. Right. They do that. Yeah, yeah. I was good. It was, it was nice to watch. I hope you guys watched it or watched the replay. Gerald, you, you said you had a problem, but I, I, I texted you. The game was on again. Replay. Did you press? Your no, I saw. Button? I saw the replay. Good. Good, 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 good. Okay. Any more comments about that all-star, the uh, old-timers game? Okay. Let's move on to other baseball stuff. Of course, we talked about the Yankees, and we talked about Aaron Judge and his 51 home runs now he has. Yeah. And all, all the um, the talk this weekend is like this. People are like are, are swaying with um, Shohei Otani as the – Again, as the MVP over no Aaron Judge, no I don't way, think no way. But there are people that are talking about it. Talking about look, look it. Who cares? Just, is. just no win the damn division. I don't care about the MVP. Just win yeah. the damn division. Yeah. That's what matters. Uh, someone brought a comment up today that they're six games ahead, and they're playing. They have six games left with the uh, the race. Yeah, include three this weekend. Three, three this, this weekend, weekend. and. Uh, yeah, it was so, Tampa, at St. Pete. Yeah, very interesting, and uh, yeah. Uh, so you don't care him to go all the way home? You're not watching his home run numbers, Michael. I don't care. I really, honestly, statistics are really nice, and it's nice for our conversation. So but win. the scheme of things, win, win the division, and so stop, let, stop this right. nonsense. So That's let him have about. 62 home runs, and. They win the division. Yeah, better than let them have fifty-one and not yeah. another home run if they win. But they yeah. win. Michael's right. Okay. Oh, Michael, I agree with. Him. I think logically, that's why. That's why I'm not a great fan. So let's I, say I, you, I, can, you can give a little rant about uh, Chapman's infection on his leg on the uh, tattoo of the picture of picture of his sister. Is that, <laughs> really? Is that what? 
Right. You know, that trade for Montgomery may go down. It's one of the worst. Like the uh, Nolan Ryan for Fregosi. You know what? Some of my Yankee fans hope that he becomes the the MVP of the World Series, Montgomery. They do. Oh, oh, Montgomery or or Beta? (laughs) No, Montgomery. Montgomery. And these are Yankee fans. Harrison Beta stopped by uh, last week on Shabbos to uh, have a little dinner with me. And... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he says he's working his way back. He should be there in a couple of weeks. Couple Montgomery of weeks. wasn't wonderful, you know. Heinz, it's, 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 it, yes, it might yeah. end up being a terrible trade, but the bottom line, he wasn't lights out as as a Yankee. No, Ryan no. had the same thing too, you know. Sometimes this just happens, you know. What do you do? You know, I mean, what? Yeah. In hindsight, it's great, but you know, yeah. what do Yankees say? We have too much pitching. Nobody has too much pitching. No, never. And a left-hander, no less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, you know, you know, how come Stanton is finding his swing as an extra out on the Yankees instead of finding his swing on the Somerset Patriots? And once he finds his swing, get back to the lineup. That kills me. He gets up and, and nothing, nothing. He get hurt again? No. He's not hurt no. again? No. He hurts me. He hurts me. That's all he's streaky. He's streaky. I never see him smile. You ever see him smile? Yeah. No, the guy no. in the Yankees who's back who's at Rizzo hurt his back again. Rizzo. Yeah. They, they claim he's just day to day though, but you know, but yeah. it's like the third or fourth time in the last month. Yeah. Not good. Uh on the other side of the uh, the river, I'm, I'm sad to see that Brett Beatty. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, his uh, UCL on his right oh. thumb. Yeah, had surgery and, today. Yeah, so he's done for the year. Uh, and today's being He'll September be 1st, you're going to see each team call up a couple of players. Yeah, they got players. a 28? Right. Number 28? 28. So they're just two more players. Yeah, not like the old days where you can have 40 or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, but no they said you, you, you can call some extra guys up to be there yeah. just in case. Yeah? I don't, I don't know who the Mets did. I think they were thinking of calling up the third catcher, that guy Perez. Thinking. I don't oh, know who Perez. else. That doesn't, that doesn't thrill me. I wanted to see Mark Vientos come up. I don't know. They have Wilson Contreras. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gerald. You know, when you consider some of the players that the Mets got in the uh, during the trading period and, and Joey Gallo, uh, Michael Conforto, yesterday was the last day a team could sign him and get him on the roster for, for postseason. I don't think anyone signed him, but he wouldn't have been a, a, a terrible bet. Again, uh, the, the Yankees could have uh, DFA'd Gallo or, or the Mets. Uh, I heard he's hurt. Have... I heard he's hurt. He was hurt, yeah. He'd been hurt all year. That's why no one ever picked him up. Right. No, I understand. But I, th- I think he's available now, but I guess he's not going to play. No, no. Joe? Yeah, I just wanted to go back to Montgomery for a second. Um yeah, he's a, he, nobody could figure that he was going to be lights out for the Cardinals, but he was a reasonably decent uh, pitcher for the Yankees. He ate up a fair amount of innings. Nobody ever has enough pitching, and, and the guy they traded him for was hurt. And if he's lucky, he'll play in September. Plus, the Yankees got Ben and Tendy, so they really didn't need him. So I don't, uh, I don't get the trade. And as far as, this guy I, is I a think, center fielder. Yeah, that, also, that was doesn't their matter. They, they wanted to move out. Judge out of center field. Yeah, yeah but I, mean, I, also, I also wanted to say that, you know, Montgomery, Montgomery, you know, isn't Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan was a yeah. raw 
product at that time, yeah, but he yeah. threw 95, you know, whatever. Yeah. They didn't have a jugs gun, you know, but he was an immense talent in, in waiting. Yeah. And to trade him for a guy who didn't really want to play anymore was insane. Yeah, Montgomery was a good number three or four pitcher. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they weren't. And he's a lefty. And he's yeah. a lefty also. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that trade. Cashman's usually much smarter than that. I don't, I don't Thank get you. it. The, the guy you, they got for center field, did he, did he ever hit for any average or anything, or was he another low Castro that oh. came to the new center field? Yeah, the yeah, Shabbos guess. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever get a hit? I mean, does he ever hit for average? He's not. He's not a home run hitter. He's a single. No. Yeah. He's fast. He's fast. Yeah. He's fantastic in defense. Mark, Maybe he'll back you 275. You can't steal first base. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs> I thought Rizzo tried. Okay. Tries to get hit. Steal first base. I, 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 yeah, Gerald, before I go on. Yeah, Beta has a lifetime 246 average. Oh, Not too many home That's runs. That's average. That's a better than average yeah, now. Right. So he's an average player. This year, so so I know well, I, I was true. watching I was watching Serena last night, and I was going on to the Met game, waiting for. I saw the catch. Yes. Wow! Wow! I saw the catch that that saved the win for uh, Degrom, and then I was Snyder waiting for the, the Timmy the Timmy trumpet to come on. That was the big talk. They said Timmy trumpet is going to be there on on Tuesday night. And then, of course, Diaz didn't come on in the game because the, the Mets lost that game and no need for Diaz to come on. But he said he'll be back the following. The man's never been to a game, a baseball game in his career. Right. They brought him in from Australia. Um, and, and, and you've heard the song, right? Everybody's heard the, the entrance song, right? And so there he is. It, the, it's, the, it's, the top, it's the top of the ninth. And Diaz is going to come in. And they big, big, big. They had this Timmy trumpet play. Did you guys hear it last night? Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. You guys ought to go on go on YouTube and hear he has a great version of Havan the Gila. No, really. <laughs> no, Seriously. You know, a lot of the fans, for me. The best of, the... of Timmy Trumpet. Listen, one day, Milton, you'll put it on for an oldie. There were a bunch great. of fans there that had the trumpet too. They were they playing the trumpet, the toy And yeah, everybody, everybody joins in. It's yeah. a fun thing, which I think is fantastic. It's a good thing he didn't mess up. It's not automatic, but he did it yeah. last night. He automatic last night. One, two, three. Yeah. Mark, you got to admit, you got to admit, Enter Sandman's a better entrance. To, to no, a, I'm way. not. It's uh, a little slow to me. This, this is really an uppity song. Enter Sandman is heavy metal. Mookie Betts made a comment about the Grom. He thinks the Grom might be the best pitcher ever. I thought that was oh, pretty yeah. complimentary. Mm. Uh, that was a long time. Remember those guys in 1864? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Dodgers became the first team to win 90. And here we are on September 1st. And yeah, the magic, num magic number is like 14 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was, that was cool. And uh, people are looking at Paul Goldschmidt in the National League, hoping he could win the Triple Crown. He's, he's a, what a great player. He's not going to overtake the home run lead. Right. Sh Schwaber has 36. Six. And Goldschmidt has 33. 30. So that's three with he a could. home run to go. Why can't he it's overtake not it? not going to happen. <laughs> okay. Paul Schwaber doesn't sit home runs. Paul Holtz. Paul Holtz. 
Is he going to seven, is he gonna get the 700? That's another story. The Paul Hall story. You yeah. know, he could. He what is he, seven away now or six away? Was he 694? Six away. He has 694. 694. What a story. What a story is right. And then, you know, with it, with the DH, he could play every day. It would be, but he's going to retire, right? That's what he says he is. He says yeah. he's going to retire. He's not going to come back. He's at 699. If he's gets, uh, he's going to come back. They're going to uh, let him come back for a couple of months hmm. and to break the record. Right. I think you're, I agree with Larry. He's going to change his mind. I agree. Yeah, you're gonna bring He's David close. Out of jail to pitch to him to give him the meatball. Yeah. Right, he did Mano. Yeah. like Mano. Right, yeah. And, and then, then meanwhile, meanwhile, is gonna come back to the Yankees, so he won't be able to surpass him. <laughs> and then the Mariners, you gotta have to write this guy's name down. This Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. Now the 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 name to look for in the next 10, 12, 15 years if injuries don't strike him. They signed them up for twelve years. They gave him $209 million, and supposedly it could be worth over $400 million. He's 21 years old. Julio Rodriguez. Write his name down. Um, damn. Another, right, J-Rod. Uh, Adidas, of course, pulled the plug on Fernando Tatis as a player. Mm. <laughs> he is, well, for sponsorship. So they, well, PEDs. PEDs, take yeah. it away from him. And what's the story with Tony LaRusso? I don't know. What is the story? He's got some heart, heart issues. They specified heart? They specified That's what my son told me. He spoke, my son was talking to some colleague in Chicago, and they, he was going for some tests with his heart. Mm. His yeah. doctor told him not to manage. He's out indefinitely, yeah. He's out indefinitely. Uh, the team is not going anywhere. Nope. Uh, Miguel, Miguel Cairo, our old friend from the Yankees and Mets. Yeah has stepped in to be the uh, interim uh, manager for the time there. And then someone brought up this, and I want to hear your opinion about this. We talked about last week, I think Gerald talked about this last week, about the balanced schedules next uh -huh. year. That yeah. Every team is going to play every team in, the, in both leagues. Right. So okay. one question is, why have an all-star game? Think about that. Why right. have an all-star game? Why even have leagues? Why have a national league? Why have a national league, American league? It's a disaster. What divisions? <laughs> well, how can you have a World Series? I don't know. I don't know. Another system must be set up if they're going to do this every year. What's the purpose of having two leagues if you play everybody? Yeah. It's, it's again, it's not intended for us. Yeah. It's intended for another generation that has not been attracted to baseball. Correct. They're doing what they can. Correct. And that's it's unfair. I agree with you. It's yeah. and it's it's. I think it's silly, but it's it's not intended for us, unfortunately. Good point. Go ahead, uh, Gerald. Then Roger. Also, I think it's the way to get uh, teams like the Yankees to visit a lot of small market cities and juice the gate, maybe on a limited basis, but it will juice the gate by having the Yankees and Dodgers and teams like that visiting small market cities. Well, I'm upset Howie's not on today because Howie was going to tell us the attendance when the Yankees visited the A's last yeah. week and, and the Angels this is this week. What was the attendance? One game I know against the Yankees, I think the Saturday game in Oakland, 
I think they had 36,000 people. But there was a, not because of the Yankees. Something else was going on. Because oh, Howie texted me. I don't remember oh. what he told me. Just something else was going on that brought the people in. <laughs> and, and, you know, Mark, you mentioned about the All-Star game. I was reading that there's some sentiment. I don't know how it's going to be. Instead of playing national versus American, like international players versus uh, Mer- American players. Is that racist? That was interesting. Is that racist? Probably not. That would be interesting, actually. Wouldn't be all Hispanic. You got guys, you got guys from Canada. You got a few guys probably from Australia. Okay. Right. And are you going to get the USA chance? USA, USA. Michael. Oh, Russell. Yeah, uh, 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 Roger, planning, Roger. I'm already planning July 14th to 16th. Maybe I'll go to all three games. The Yankees are playing the Rockies at Coors Field. So that'll be pretty cool to see them there. All right. Roger again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the games, Mark, in Anaheim was a sellout, at least one of the games. But, um, yeah, I think the collective bargaining, they approved this balanced schedule thing. But I don't think they committed to it every year, though. But, uh, yeah. No, I, they're I, not. I don't think so. I'm not a fan of it. No. Okay. So, uh, I think I think it committed for, for two years because that, that way every team will – Every every city will see every team within within at least that three years. This thing. Okay. Remember when we were, we were growing up, it was like you never you never knew what was going on in the other league until the All Star game. Exactly. And then yeah, you, the and when you played the World Series, like yeah. you know, because of TV, you could at any time you see every game, you see every team. Uh, <clears throat> it's different. It's a, a different era, a different era. Uh, is it good? We used to the old time, but you know, well, to get everyone interested. I don't see. know. Basketball and hockey play everybody every year. Yeah, yeah. What's their what's the, what's their all star game? Oh, right again, East West. I don't know what it's some kind oh, of. They, have, they do the conferences, right? They do the conferences. No, All right. Uh, no, no. I think they. I think in basketball they just choose. They have two they captains. Choose, they choose two, up. Choose up sides. You know, like you, like you, like you're doing the schoolyard. That's that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. So the first to two hundred wins. <laughs> you know that. All right, let's no go difference. with uh, Larry then Joe. I was against interleague play for for the same reason we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what's the point of having an all star game if you have this interleague play going on? Right. Right. Money. Exactly. That's money. Oh, we know that. Yeah, everything's money. But the baseball, <clears throat> baseball all-star game, I think, is the best all-star game out of all the yeah. sports. You know? Joe? Yeah, I was just going to say that the Mets announcers on SNY were talking about the uh, new schedule, and it's just going to add to the travel burden. Yeah, it's going to yeah. make it even worse than it is. Do we ever think about that? No. <laughs> not, well, my, not my problem. Yeah, no, but it's a, you know, it, it, it impacts the game because players, you know, only take so much. It's a long season. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, my back hurts from sitting so long on the plane. Bartolo <laughs> Colon is finally going to announce his retirement at the age of 49. Officially, he's not retired. He has to yeah, turn his papers in, but he says uh-huh. he's going to play winter ball this year and then retire. Big sexy. Big sexy. Yeah, he looked good at the uh, old-timers game. And how about the Yankees buying 10% of an Italian soccer team? AC Milan. AC Milan. Milan. 
Yeah, I don't know anything about that. Uh, that's good. That's big. That's good news, huh? They're big. They're major soccer. Uh, they're 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 a major company. So the ten percent, so they'll but, get some more money that way. Yeah. Okay. Win, win the win the division. LeBron James also, LeBron James also has ten percent. Yeah, what's their right, lead? Right. What's their lead now? Huh? Six. 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 I think five in the loss column. Oh yeah. man, not good. Over what? Over Tampa Bay? What, 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 I think it was an article in the paper today. He said that if if Tampa Bay overtakes them, it will be the biggest comeback in baseball history. Yeah, I think fifteen games was the. Well, who's you, Michael said the Orioles? You think the Orioles going to come up and overtake them? They're in the they're in the mix. I don't know. They're yeah, they're a great story. Yeah, even it. They'll be in the playoffs, yeah. and the Yankees will yeah. be in trouble, even if they're in, even if they, even if they win. Or, These or, other, the ones will still be there. They'll Orioles be, uh, called up their best prospect yesterday, second at bat, home run. First yeah. at bat, the uh, guy makes a great catch in, in the outfield on him. Is that Gunnar Henderson hit the home run? Yeah, what, what's his first name? 21-year-old third base. Yeah, yeah. Gunnar yeah. Henderson. Second, his second at bat. Got to get his card. You know what else the Yankees? You know, I, I'm just thinking, what else the Yankees are doing wrong? They keep on shuttling back Schmidt and uh, Ma the Macarena guy, the Mac and now they're pitching crap because they're exhausted when they're they're coming right. back to the pitch for the Yankees. Uh, Macarena and and Schmidt, they should both stay with the Yankees. They're pitching well. I can't I can't understand how they send down pitchers who are pitching well for the team. Let them stay up there. Fresh arms they want. The system allows them to, to rotate them back and forth. I know. They, I know. they, they signed Jason Shreve. He's back. Who, who did? Oh, the Yankees geez. have Jason Shreve. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, he's going to make the difference. They just signed a bunch of pitches the last yeah, they few They keep days. signing guys. I'm telling you, oh, fresh no. arms. They're like. They, they, they signed some guy who hasn't pitched in the majors in eight years. Yeah. You know, I heard Cashman's oh. trying to bring back Robin Roberts from the dead. <laughs> is available. And, and uh, Mark, another observation. Last year. I'm good morning, America, right? Very, last year, the very worst pitcher in the Yankees the entire season last year was a guy by the name of Andrew Haney. Now he's yeah. one of the top pitchers for the Dodgers. Go figure it out with Right, right. Yeah. right. One and, point something on run average. Right, and look who saved the game on Monday or uh, Tuesday for the Dodgers. A former Met, this guy named Reed. Oh, Reed, yeah. He was oh, nothing gosh. with the Mets. Put yeah. someone there. And look at uh, what what did he do the other day, Gallo. Did Gallo do anything? Uh, he got hit by a got hit by a pitch and the bases loaded. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Batting one sixty four on the Dodgers. It just goes to show you when, when he was playing for the Yankees, he was playing for the best in baseball. Then they trade him to the Dodgers. And he's still playing the for the best two in baseball, and he's still striking out every time. Meanwhile, the Mets How is he still? How is he still in the majors? And how is he still playing? I don't get it. He's a good luck charm. That's why. All right. Good as see what happens next year. Answers I'm going to get. Isn't there a beer? A Gallo beer? Gallo wine. Gallo wine. Famous wine. Maybe maybe he's a and there was also a Joey Gallo who was uh it, it is Joey Gallo. a made man, a mobster. All right, let, let's move. Let's right. move on. Let's move. Did you guys did you guys watch the Little League World Series last weekend? No, guys, nobody. Hawaii. You saw it. I saw it. Hawaii. Wow. What a powerhouse. Yeah. Those yeah. guys look bigger than us. You they probably are. You think they're Danny Almonte in disguise? 
How can those guys be so big and and they and they, some of them had mustaches and they're Twelve years old. This is not a, It's not a new story. In the past, there have been examples of, you know, fraud and deception. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forged birth certificates. I thought the Massapequa story was really nice. Well, because yeah. it's local. It's local. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Lots of pizza. I told you that the, the uh, one of the boys from Massapequa is the son right. of my ex students. So we've been talking back and forth, and uh, which I think is cool. Roger wanted to t- had talk a little bit about uh, about Mickey Mantle, right, Raj? Yeah, I'm a, l- a little more partial to Roger Maris, of course, but uh, yeah, Mickey Mantle. You guys must have saw the uh, 1952 uh, yeah. Mantle card sold for 12.6 million dollars. Oh wow! Somebody it's- stole it from me. You <laughs> <laughs> weren't watching. You got distracted. You know, sorry, man. <laughs> I got a 53. Yeah, one year uh, off. I know, I know. It's a story of my life. <laughs> Passed the record of, uh, I guess, the Wagner, Honus Wagner card had previously sold for seven and a quarter million dollars. Uh, it was a good story. I know if you guys, I, I yeah, there you go. Mark's got one. <laughs> so 12. exactly. 12.6. Exactly. How good... much is cardboard worth? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 50 cents. <laughs> That's a reprint I got. Put this up, I'm you know, sure. And that wasn't even an auction. I think some some person in the attic had yeah. a bunch of cards, and uh, the guy wanted to sell it, and the guy you know bought it for like fifty thousand. I think Howard Stern was blasting the guy. You know, you paid fifty thousand for you know a little baseball card, and of course now he sells it. You know, his family holds it for thirty odd years, and mm. you know to get over twelve million dollars. Good return. Yes, good return. The card wasn't return. even rated perfect. It was a nine point five out of ten. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was close to perfect. Yeah, yeah it was a static apparently for a whole bunch of other cards and. Yeah, you said, Mark, you had some friend gave you a whole bunch of cards that he took out of someone's attic or something. So, yeah, yeah. you never know. You never know. You never know. Well, well, Michael's got one, too. So we going over to Mark's house and going yeah. through his cards? Michael got a Mickey. Thing. Was that a card, Mickey? Or is, that a, is that a picture? Or is that this a card? card? This card for many years, I thought, was the real McCoy until you had that, until you had your son. And he told me, and he, and he was mentioning what to look for. And what to look for was on the car that showed that it wasn't real. But I thought this, I thought I had this. You mm. thought you had it. There you go. I need to retire. <laughs> it was a, a death in baseball. Some of you might remember this fella. He played with the Yankees. He played with the Angels, the Red Sox, the Braves, the Cubs, and the Astros. Uh, after his playing career, I'm not going to give his name yet. After his playing c- career, he uh, got involved with the Cardinals in the front office. Then went to the Phillies in the uh, early 90s. He built that dynasty that uh, had uh, John Cruck, Mulholland, Kurt Schilling, Lenny Dykstra, Danny Jackson, Mitch Williams, uh, uh, Lee Thomas, Leroy yeah. Thomas, when yeah. he was the Yankee. Yeah, general yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah. His baseball card, Israeli baseball card said Leroy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Yankee yeah. rookie, uh, 61, I believe it is, or 60, yes, yeah, uh, so he died at 86 years old, but I wanted to bring that up. Anybody else have any more baseball news before we go on to a little football? All right. Yeah. yeah uh, you want to ask something, Michael? Can I just say, I just was hearing that uh, A-Rod's getting a little antsy about what Pujols is doing, and it would yeah. be interesting. Too away yeah. from him. It's too away from him. 
Yep. Right, right. So what is it? There's four guys oh, it's at 700? Uh, three guys. Three. Bonds, Aaron. Aaron. And Ruth. And Ruth. And Ruth. Ruth. So then if an A-Rod sitting in fourth place at 96, so uh, Pujols could pump, could jump ahead of A-Rod. Milton. Right. Yeah, what what month did Mantle get hurt in '61, where he stopped? I think at fifty-three homers. Four, fifty-four. 54. What what month was it that he couldn't? Probably play? August or September. Yeah, it was the end, yeah. right? It was, it was the, the end already. Yeah, yeah. 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 You remember what the in, what was the injury? Was it was it one injury or was he just you know hurt in the whole year? Didn't he have an illness on his hip and he couldn't play in the series? He didn't play in the '61 series. He played, he played very, very little. I think his he leg had an abscess that in, infection on his hip, and it burst. Yes. Yes. They didn't. They didn't need him. No, that was a damn good team. So who replaced him? Probably well, he, he was there until like '68. I think Probably he played '68. '61. That '61 Yankee team had three catchers who hit over over 20 home runs. Another yeah. main. 40 home runs. Johnny Blanchett, too, hit 20? Yep. Johnny had 20-something, yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up. All right, football season is going to begin uh, when? Next week? Week right? from today. Week from today. Uh, the oh, Jets okay. open um, against the Ravens. Yeah, Buffalo and the Rams next week, next Thursday. That's Thursday. Then on Sunday, the, the, the Ravens and Jets, and then the, the Giants and Tennessee. Oh. Right. We should next week. We should uh, a week from a week from today. Yeah. A week from today. So next. So we should talk about uh, next week. We should give our picks for the season okay. or how many wins you think the Jets and the Giants are going to have during the season. And how over- many Giants will be in the hospital? Because it doesn't, doesn't look so great for this this juncture. No, and I, they're a big star. I think he's not going to be that great. What's his name? Thibodeau. Yeah, he'll be. Uh, he's going to be very good. Yeah, Thibodeau is going to be in the same hospital as Beckton. I think. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I saw that uh, that Tyrod Taylor, the Giants' backup, yeah. he got hurt, but he says he's going to be all right. He's all right. This guy Davis Webb, they they let him go, but then no one picked him up, so he's on the practice squad. The practice squad, yeah. And as Michael said before, Joe Flacco looks terrible. He's the he's the uh, the Jets' backup. Giant Giants picked up one guy with the Jets cut. Right, Jason Pinnock, safety. Right. And the Jets continued to play with Mims. Mims didn't want to play with them anymore, but he's, yeah. he was uh, he's staying. I had a good game. Good. You know, good. there was an article in the paper that the Jets, of the guys they cut, of any team in the league, they had the most guys yeah. who they cut claimed by other teams. Yeah. yeah. They, they take flyers on these guys, and if they don't materialize, they drop them until you don't just watch them and see what happens to them. The Seahawks named Geno Smith. As their starting quarterback over Drew Locke. Yeah. I can't see them winning many games this year. They, they may be at the, they may be at the worst team in the league. Yeah. Sports Illustrated predicted them to be three and fourteen. Is that amazing? Yeah. The Seahawks. The Broncos you think that'll today be the end for Pete Carroll. God, That's what they say. Yeah. The Broncos today signed Russell Wilson to a five year yeah. extension. Oh yeah. Yeah, right. So he's going to be leading them for the next uh, four or five years. Good for him. 
Uh, too bad Howie's not here because Jimmy Garoppolo, they say, is not going anywhere. Stay with that. And they no, signed them for less yeah. money to be uh, Trey Lance's backup. Who's so never played. So who knows about Trey Lance? And we really haven't seen him. He played a little bit he, last he, he year. Could he could be He could be in there in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Nothing. Who's who's signing Kaepernick? Nobody. 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 What's that? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Nobody signed him. No stories on him. No. He's too far removed from the game. I can't even see him coming back after all these years. You know what I mean? No magic in those legs anymore. Uh, There was a uh, terrible story about the Washington Commanders rookie uh, running back Alabama. Brian Robinson Jr. He was shot multiple times. Car jacking. He was shot in his rear end and lower leg. So it was non-life-threatening, but terrible for, first of all, for him and the team. They say he should be okay, that he should be able to, that he'll should come back. Should come back, but he won't be starting the year with the team. And, you know, through the course of this show, at least I've been talking the last couple of years about uh, the quarterback from Sayville who went on to Wisconsin and then he went on to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. D-O-A-N, drafted by the the Colts, and he was released by the Colts. So he's doing nothing right now. You're going to go to the practice squad? As far as I know, he's not on the practice squad. Now, here's something I need you guys to tell me. I, I, I can't figure this out. I read in the papers, they said to, to Sean Watson, he's getting an 11-game suspension. Right. Okay? The suspension has started. They say he'll be back by October 10th. How is that possible? No, it's not October 10th. It said October 10th. It's just a misprint. Every paper said October 10th? It's a misprint. Well, we got to do some research. That doesn't make sense. Because I I read that he'll be back for the 13th, week 13, when they play Houston. Right, so that's like December. Whatever, figure figure it out. September 11th is week one. The paper said October 10th, and I went to another paper to check it and said October 10th. They're wrong. The story's wrong. That's wrong. I agree with Fred. I believe it's wrong, too. That's why I want to know what the deal is. Maybe he can start practicing with them on October. Because they said it was ironic. That he would, the first game is eligible to come back is against his former team, right? And that's week thirteen. All right, maybe maybe it's a misprint. Uh, this past weekend in college uh, football, there, there was a game in Dublin, Ireland. I don't know if you guys watch it on TV. Uh, Exciting game, Northwestern beat Nebraska 31-28. and uh, Nebraska coaches in trouble. I think his last name is Frost. Yeah, it's a quarterback. Yeah. No. It's a former quarterback, quarterback for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he made a dumbhead play and uh, cost them the game and they've lost their last seven dating back to last mm-hmm. year. Full slate of teams this week. Big game, big game tonight. Saturday, Saturday night. Notre Dame and Ohio State. I want to watch that game. It's a big game tonight. What do you got? Backyard brawl. Pittsburgh and West Virginia. Well, that oh, should wow. be a good one. But you know, but that shows the state of college football. You know, it used to be rivalries and all, and then all this conference realignment. These teams who were separated by 79 miles and a great rivalries haven't played in 10 years because Pitt's in the ACC and the other teams in yeah, the yeah. Big 12 and that now yeah. they're going to play. But I mean, that's what, that's what's going to ruin college football. Well, here's some jokes of a game that I, I wrote down. Three games, which I thought were just like 
you know, of course, the teams mm. uh, that play the, the, the low the low class team that plays against the elite teams, they oh. get money. And they get lots money for their money. skills, you know. Yeah, lots yeah. of money. Baylor versus Albany. Albany. Let's go Albany. I don't understand that one. Mississippi. They didn't even know Albany had a football team. Well, they, <laughs> they played I mean, last year, too. It's club. Mississippi oh. versus Troy. I thought that was also a... a hey, Troy's not a bad. They're for the, that's where you, Miami versus Bethune-Cookman. So, Give me the money. Historically black Give me college. The money. Give me the money. Uh, a death, a death in football. I don't. I never heard of this guy, but I wrote it down. Eighty-six years old, former Chargers and Cowboys offensive coordinator. Ernie Zampisi. Zampisi, yeah. you heard of him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. All yeah. right. right. Uh, architect of the Air Coriel. Right. Uh, Dan Fouts's uh, guru right. and mm-hmm. offensive coordinator for Troy Aikman, the Cowboys during their Super Bowl era. Yeah. He died no. 86 years old. Fred, you want to talk a little bit about uh, basketball? Basketball. No hockey. Well, no, no real hockey. And the big thing in basketball this week is the Knicks, for the first time since 1999, gave us uh, a second contract to a first-round draft choice with R.J. Barrett getting four years for $120 million. And there's still talk that they're, that they're still trying to get Donovan Mitchell. I don't know if that's going to be possible. They say they may have to involve a third team, most likely maybe the Lakers, who are, Lakers have very have a lot of interest in Cam Reddish, who the Knicks got last year, I think, from the Hawks in February. And, yep. and I guess you guys talked about last week. Now Kevin Durant has changed his mind. He wants to play for the Nets. And then yeah. they, they signed, uh, what's his name, uh, Markeith Morris to a contract and some other guy, Watanabe, from, who played at George Washington, is he good, Marquis Morris? He's, he's been around. He's, at, he's averaged about eight points in career for, you know, he's one of these guys off the bench, you know, in 10 years. He's a player. He can, he's lasted long. Mm-hmm. The body. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if anything else. Oh, and the Houston Rockets have decided they're going to retire Elvin Hayes' number. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Roger, you want to add? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. Maybe may been during the broadcast. Uh, Donovan Mitchell was traded to Cleveland. Really? Oh, is that true? I believe so. I saw it pop up on my phone. I think it just. Oh, I hope so. Uh, I hope so. I didn't, I didn't hear. Good. For who? And the other thing about the Rockets. Good for the uh, Knicks. Fred, uh, you mentioned. I think they're going to have honor the their San Diego roots. They're going to have the similar color. Oh uniform. right, yeah. <laughs> so, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's right. They were in San Diego. That, that's right. I forgot about that. Who was San Diego Rockets? That's how yeah. they started. Uh, I think they actually. St- I think they actually started out in Buffalo, weren't they? And then they moved yes, the Buffalo, Buffalo Braves. Braves. Bob McAdoo, that's baby. Right. Yeah, that's and Randy right. Smith and and they uh, Mark. Yeah, the San Diego's nickname was the Clippers, and the reason it was the Clippers was because uh, Randy Smith went to Bellport High School, and they oh. were the Clippers. So really? they were looking for a nickname, and he was the big star of the team. So they became the San Diego Clippers. <laughs> didn't didn't he go to school at Buffalo State or Buffalo? Buff, I think Florida he went to that? Buffalo University, yeah. but but he went to high school I at Bellport High School out in Suffolk, and they had the Bellport Clippers. What's a clipper? A scissor? A ship, I guess, a sailboat. Or a ship? Yeah, yeah like the Yankee no. Clipper. 
Yeah, well, yeah, that's a different See, clip. Even that or is a barber. Oh, uh, a barber. Uh, 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 All right. Let's go on to uh, – thank you, Fred. Let's go on to the, the U.S. Open. Let's end that show with the U.S. No, Open. just throw it away. Okay. Uh, you, you guys watched the show, the uh, uh, match last night with Serena? Yeah. During yeah. commercials, man. Yeah. Truly amazing. You know, she, she, looked, she looked like she was done. That, you know, she won that first set. That second set, she looked like she didn't care. You know, she was beat, getting beat, and uh, the the girl was hitting the, the shot. The woman was hitting the shots. She wasn't going after them. Got off to a three then, then, she, then after the second set, it was oh. one each. She went into the locker room to do something. And, of course, she had to be followed in by... BDs, BDs. I don't know. <laughs> Did she go to the bathroom? Did she change her clothes? Teams uh, Junior was in there. No. <laughs> uh, did she watch something on TV? I don't know. She came out refreshed and uh, uh, like a different uh, player. Uh, she saw she couldn't win that second set, and then she saved it for the third set. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the, she, like. she came into like. this tournament, and again, I don't know if it's a misprint, but she was ranked six hundred and eight. No, that's. I think that's where her ranking is. Yeah, six oh eight because she wasn't Christian playing. Been away. She wasn't playing, playing the whole year, right? She only played six matches the whole year. Yeah, but what what a champion! And then when she she talked at the end, you know, such confidence. Listen, I'm Serena. <laughs> yeah. Well, is she playing just, with her sister tonight? Yes, yes, yeah, yes. I don't know how she played the way she greatest, played. The greatest of when she all played, time. When she played mm-hmm. last night, now she has to play doubles. Of course, there's less energy, but of course, it's still strategy, and you are working hard, and you are sweating. Right. You're playing with your sister, who didn't seem too thrilled. They showed her a lot during yeah, the matches. Yeah. Matter of fact, they yeah. showed a lot of famous people who I did not know, and they just showed them on the what street is- and were saying, who's that? We don't know, <laughs> you know? We saw uh, uh, what was Tiger Woods. We saw, Woods, yeah. we saw Dion Billy Warwick, Jean Billy Jean King, right? Yeah, yeah. But they showed a lot of different people. Had no idea who they were. And then she got to come back tomorrow. Yes. The next singles match against who's she going yeah, against? She's going against Tom Janovich. that's right. Ashla Tom Janovich. That's right. Twenty-nine-year-old Australian. Rudy Tomjanovich's Well, you know, Venus is also going to retire, I think, this year, too. Yes. And there's like no fanfare for her at all. No, not the same. No, not, not the same, but uh, okay. It is what it is. But uh, it's fun to watch. Yes. I, I like watching women's tennis over men's tennis. Nah. Ask me why. Huh. Why, Mark? What, More volleys. When you watch a women's match, they volley the ball back and forth. How many times? Five, six, seven times. And in men's tennis, tennis is like it's power. Ace. Or maybe a guy returns it, doesn't return it. Maybe the guy they volley back and forth two, three times the most. Mm-hmm. You watch a men's a men's match, you watch a women's match. More action in women's matches. Good That's point, my man. opinion. No, no comments. Don't care. Oh, right. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's watch and we'll see what. Let's go on to trivia at the five thirty mark here. Uh, do some trivia questions and let's see how we do today. We'll start with Milton, then we'll go to Fred next. Go, Milton, you're up. 
He's muted. He's muted. He's muted. Hit the button there, Milton. Milton, you're muted. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> Going go. back to the late 40s, 50s, some of the greatest pitchers came from Arkansas. Oh, really? If you could name the pitchers, I could start you with, oh, there were some very famous ones. Uh, Johnny Sane. Nope. A guy by the name of Gene, what was his name? Bearden. Ah, I remember him. Preacher Rowe. Preacher Rowe, who was a part-time math teacher. And a, guy, a, a kid that I saw pitch, Ellis Kinder, who didn't, mm. he wasn't a kid. He, he, he pitched in almost 500 games after the age of 31. Red Sox, and, um, Yeah. And one, Browns, an right? interesting thing. He became friends with a sports writer, a Jewish sports writer. I think the name was Richmond. And when they went, when he came home back to Arkansas, there was a crowd waiting. And the guy told them, it's the first time they ever saw a Jewish kid in this area. That's what the crowd was there to see. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. They well, were well, at least they weren't going to. Does he have horns? Up. He must have horns. Where's those horns? Yeah, by the way, I resent on, that. On the other pitcher, who was the left-hander that partnered with Ellis Kinder on the Red Sox, who was the lefty? Is that Parnell? Oh, Mel, Mel Parnell. Parnell is correct. Terrific. Terrific. Mel Parnell. That's it. Yeah. But they, a lot of these players were from Arkansas. Did not know that. Okay, let's go on to uh, Fred, then Joe. Who is the only father-son combination? You won't stop, each right? have won't. Each have a 50 home run season. Griffey. Griffey yeah. No. Uh, Fielder. No. Fielder. Prince Fielder? Fielder. That's right. Fielder. Prince and uh, Cecil, Cecil Fielder. That's right. Yeah. Oh, right. That's the only one? Yep. Yeah. yeah you got it. Very good. Very good, Mark. Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, who are we going now? We're going to go to, uh, who did I say? Uh, Joe. Um, I actually didn't have, I just wanted to make a comment about Mel. The reason I know Mel Parnell, because I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, but my father was a big Yankee hater. As a lot of people were in New York. Yeah. Yes. Especially if, if you were a more progressive bent, you hated the Yankees. And we used to go to Yankee games when we thought there was a chance that the, the opposing pitcher might beat them. And Parnell was one of those guys who could beat the Yankees. So we used to go to Yankee Red Sox games when Parnell was pitching. So that's how I remember him. Wow. Did he ever win when I went? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but go I remember about Parnell. Michael, then okay. Gerald, then Roger. Joe DiMaggio once asked who to sign his baseball. The only person, he only has one person ever to sign his baseball. Marilyn Monroe. Somebody more famous. No, just as famous as Monroe. Babe Ruth? Ted no. Williams. Ted I'll Williams. Give you a hint. It was in the uh, White House. John Kennedy. No, somebody who just passed away. Just, White House just passed away? Just passed away. Oh, and uh, he was always enamored with Joe DiMaggio, and Joe DiMaggio signed his baseball. It was in the paper today, by the way. Was senior? <laughs> well, no. I'll give you a hint. He had a big blotch on his head. Oh, Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Yeah, go. Gorbachev. 
There you go. There you go. What did I say was next, Roger? I, I just wanted to add on what Milton and Joe were saying. It's it's funny. I was I was home um, a couple of days ago in, in Jersey, and my dad always likes talking about the 1949 season. You know, mm -hmm. going down to the last two games, Red Sox yeah. had a one game lead. I believe Kinder was playing the last pitching the last game right. for the Yankees. I think against the Rashi, I think maybe or one Rashi. to nothing, right? The game was yeah. one nothing. Rizzuto, Rizzuto leads off the game with a triple. Williams misplays it in the corner, and uh, Henrik hits a little dribbler. It's one nothing going to the seventh inning, and apparently the Red Sox, I guess McCarthy decides to pinch hit for Kinder, and whoever he sends up, you know, does nothing. And Kinder apparently was arguing with him later, saying he's a better hitter than this guy you sent up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he once won like 20 games or something, Ellis Kinder. Yeah, yeah, they got him from the Browns, apparently. Yeah, it was a good good trade for the Red Sox. And, of course, after he went after, he relief pitching gave up like four runs. The Yankees were up 5 nothing. I mean, the Red Sox got a couple runs in the ninth, but the Yankees, you know, five, won three, it. I you know, oh. And then went to the World Series. Gerald. Good book by Halberstam, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> great book. 49. Yeah, Gerald. After, after six games in 1952, Marine fighter pilot and Marine Corps Captain Ted Williams left for Korea to fight in, in his second war. Who led the American League in home runs in Ted's absence in 1952? Larry Doby, maybe? Larry Doby. Yes. Very good. Very, Larry very Doby, good. 32 home runs. Very good. That was good. Good question. Uh, Fred? Okay. Who holds the record? For home runs by a left-handed hitting shortstop. Seager? Oh, man, I didn't think you were going to get that. Is that wow. right? That's right, this year. This, this year? Yeah. 29. Left-handed hitting shortstops. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to get that. Sorry. Wow, it's all right. Yeah, shows, no. your, shows your knowledge. So in the paper. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was actually watching a game yesterday, and they said that. That's how I know it. Yeah. I know it. Milton, yeah. Yeah, in 1950, at public school 162, the leather came off the baseball that we were playing with. What did I use to make the baseball playable again? What did I do? The leather came off. Tape. We wanted we taped it up with yeah, duct tape. electrical black electrical black tape. electrical tape. That's what we did. That's public school did. 162. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank <laughs> God. And you ever like, take the string off of a baseball? You know, when take, yeah. Just, yeah, how, how much string is, is oh, wrapped wow. around that ball? <laughs> what a mess. Uh, I got one. Uh, think of all the, there's a lot of them, but I'll just give you a few. With the brother combinations, pitches, pitches that, brothers that were pitches, which combination had the most wins ever? It wasn't Dean, but someone else mentioned Jim it. and Gaylord Perry. No, yeah. Jim. They're not there. By the way, Gaylord and Jim Perry are second on the list. Ten Joe and, not Nick, not Joe and Phil Negro. 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 Eighteen. Joe had two twenty-one for five thirty-nine. You mentioned Dizzy Dean. He yeah. had combined two hundred wins. Yeah. Dizzy had 151. Brother Paul had 49. Daffy oh. Dean. Daffy was Paul, right. Uh, other top names here, the Maddoxes. Oh, Greg and Mike, yeah. 355, but Mike only had 39 wins in his career. Uh, 
for three ninety-four. Uh, Pedro and Ramon Martinez yeah. at three fifty-four. Pedro had two nineteen. Ramon wow. had one thirty-five. Ramon was pretty good. I forgotten. Yeah. The Forshes, remember the Forsh brothers, Bob and Ken Bob. Yeah, Bob had one sixty-eight. Ken only had one fourteen for a two eighty-two number. The other one on my the Russells. Remember oh. the Russell? Oh. Rick, 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 Rick Russell. Paul. Paul and fourteen. Not bad. Uh, but Paul had uh, a set only sixteen. For the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, Rick did. Yeah, interesting. All right, a few more questions. I'm going to call the day. Michael. Okay. Name the first black ball player to win gold gloves in both the American and National League. Frank Robinson. Frank Robinson. Gold gloves? Gold, gold gloves, gloves, American or National. And they're African-American? Yeah. Right. I'll give you a hint when you're ready for it. If you ask I'm ready it. for it. Ready? One uh the National League team he did it on was on the Mets. Hmm. Charlie Neal? Who? Felix Mayo. Charlie Neal? No. Outfielder. Tommy Agee. Tommy Agee. What we said? What do you need to do it for in the American League? White Sox. White Sox. White Sox are Indians. On the White Sox. Yeah. They never mentioned him on the uh, old old timers game. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah, they did. His his widow was there. No, they did. Oh, they did. Oh, they did mention him. Good, good. They had some of his widows in. Good, good, good. good. All right, no. Joe. No, I don't have a. I, just another comment. When they interviewed Cleon Jones uh, before the game, he he mentioned Tommy Agee. That you know yeah. that how much he missed. Yeah. Him. If anybody's right. in, so Cleon Jones, Cleon Jones has a book coming out, which my yes. son son was the fact checker for. Mm, he mentioned about the books. Yeah, my, my son was the fact checker for that book. And during the interview, Cleon says to the interviewer, did you read my book? <laughs> I did, actually. I, I read the manuscript. <laughs> okay. I have a question, a football question. Uh, last year, Cooper Cup was the eighth wide receiver to win the MVP at a Super Bowl. Can you name one of the other? Max McGee. Mac, no, he didn't win. His, he, he didn't win. No, at the MVP. He didn't win the, he didn't win the MVP that year. No, oh, it's the car one. Jerry Rice. Uh, Jerry Rice won it the Super Bowl twenty three. Lynn Swan. Lynn, Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan won it for ten. Yeah. Got my buddy Belitnikov. Belitnikov won it for uh, Super Bowl eleven. Um. White Shoes Johnson? No. Dion Branch for 39. Who? Dion Branch won it for... The Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Heinz Ward, Steelers, for 15. Remember Santonio Holmes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And five, the 18, Super Bowl 18. And Julian Edelman won it for... Through a sky. I'm not sure the numbers here. I have a yeah. wrong number. Yeah. Can't be Super Bowl eight. But no, no. Yeah. It'd be like 48. Must be yeah. 48. You're right. Okay. A few more questions. The time is ticking away here. All right, Michael. All right. Here's a question for old Yankee fans. When uh, Nelly Fox went 98 games uh, without striking out, who finally struck him out? Whitey Ford. 
Whitey Ford. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good Yankee fan answer. Is that right? Good. Yeah. Oh, you're killing it. And who went, who went more games than, than Nellie Fox without striking out? You know that? You're really good. No. Okay, give us hints. RS. And he did it way before Nellie Fox. How how far way back? Probably in the 30s or the 40s. RS. What's the first, first name? First name, I'll give you a hint, is the same as what you do when you tear something. Rip. Rip Sewell. Rip. 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 Rip Sewell. Sewell. Oh, you got it. Very good. I got yeah, it. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. I'm old. Yeah, okay. On August 21st of this year, the Oakland A's did something in a game they hadn't done in 81 years, in 81 games rather, in 81 games, which what and which ended a streak that that the previous highest streak for this for this thing was was in 1901. But they did something in, they hadn't done in 81 games. What was it? Double play. Triple. No. <laughs> No triple play. Came back from three runs down in the ninth inning? No. No. Got us in the right place. Give us a little yeah. hint. Okay. Somebody, somebody mentioned part of the word before, earlier. <laughs> oh, right. Right. That, right. That's right. They hit a triple. They hadn't hit a triple in 81 games, which was the longest drought since 1901. Before, I don't know who had it in 1901, but 81 games without a triple. Until Can you imagine that? Wow. A shot in the in the gap. That's a big. They're playing a big ballpark. Too. Yeah, yeah. I picked that uh, up. It shows you how how much they weekly. stink, and the Yankees couldn't beat them. Exactly. Yeah. The Yankees two games. Yeah. yeah. And the Yankees National, go three and three and four on this worst, worst record in the league. In the league. Yeah. Oakland. Oakland's playing the Nationals now. Right. <laughs> I wonder how many people are going to draw for that one. <laughs> in Washington. Two worst. All right. Though. We have time for one more question. One more. Anybody have the one more question? You you go. You give it. Roberta Clemente uh, refused to let which ball player go on the flight that he died on. Oh, oh the, was, was it second to the Mets also? Sergio? No, no, no. I wanted he played to second to the Mets. Stay home and spend some time with your family. Was it, it wasn't Manny Sanguine? Another story was he couldn't find his keys and missed the flight. It wasn't Manny Sanguine, right? No, it was Manny no he was, it was definitely. He was on the Yankees. He was on the Mets. He was Sanguine. on the Pirates. I can't think of his name. Second base. Manny Sanguine. I said. Not Rennie Stennett. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. That was Manny Sanguine. Was it? That's the answer. The right is, he's close to him. All right, guys. Let's call it a day. Yeah. Uh, we did a lot of stuff today. Having a lot of next week, we're going to do our football preview show. Right? Football preview show. This the season is going to start um, next week, next, yeah, Thursday. next Thursday night. Have a fabulous next. week. You too. Next week, the uh, you too, Watch the ball games. Watch the tennis. Uh, get out there. Labor Day, uh, Labor Day weekend. Have a fabulous yes. weekend. Correct. Uh, yeah. Do some great things. And then put your white, what you, you put your white shoes away, your white pants away, right? Why? Well, at the end of right. summer, summer, that summer is an end. I thought Labor Day. Put it away on Labor Day. Who? Wear white after Labor Day. Why can't? Time to do your last commercial. 
if you're going back to teaching. When's the last time you wore white pants? Never. Never. <laughs> but, but I sold ice cream. I worked in a pizza place. That's the last time. All right, guys, have a great week. It's good seeing you. you and, uh, stay well. Take care, more. Stay, well, stay safe, everybody. everybody. Stay well, everybody. Thank Thank everyone. I had to wear my Travis White pants every Friday. Enjoy. Bye bye. And will the Yankees be in first place when we convene? 10, next week? Ten game lead by next week. By next